So what I thought I probably should be doing here is uh, try to bring some of the elements that uh, the uh, academic uh, literature and academic work on uh, urban economics and innovation economics can tell us about how this project will uh, uh, affect the, you know, the, we can call it the innovation model to which uh, uh, Toronto is, uh, towards which Toronto is, uh, is, uh, is heading, uh, and how this will be affected by, by sidewalks. Um, I think I will probably start with uh, some optimism. What, what, the, uh, what I think it's important to point out, what I think I'm trying to illustrate, is that uh, although Sidewalk Labs is an experiment in the end of urban innovation, it will likely going to affect uh, a wide range of outcomes or dimensions in uh, the innovation uh, system of Toronto. Uh, that go way beyond uh, the urban innovation dimension. So I think this is an important point to keep in mind. So, um, and my view, and from this point of view, will be optimistic in the sense that I think uh, this is an experiment that will uh, shift the innovation model of the city of Toronto towards a direction which is good, possibly better than the one in which it is now. Uh, but then I will also add a severe word of caution of uh, possibly pessimism for some of the possibly negative outcomes that we should be really concerned about, some of which have been already mentioned by um, Christine. But then I also want to conclude with a word, final word of optimism. Uh, so if there is, my view is that if there is a city that should try to experiment in this dimension, that is exactly Trump. Uh, and I will try to argue about that as well. Um, so the first thing I was mentioned was the model of innovation. and. Uh, now, even if this is an experiment in urban innovation, we are trying to make our cities uh, better or different in to some dimension, the entire innovation system of the city of Toronto is going to be affected by this experiment. And to innovation economists and urban economists, this experiment uh, literally sent a very clear signal that uh, the uh, innovation model that we are trying to follow will shift from a suburban model towards an uh, urban model where most of the innovation will take place in the most densely populated segment portion of the city and will possibly move away from the lower density parts of the city. Does, is this important? Does this matter actually for the type of innovation we produce? Uh, well, you know, uh, we uh, make empirical work and we write theoretical models. There is strong evidence to suggest that the type of innovation that is produced in densely populated areas is very different from the type of innovation that is produced in low density populated areas. In what dimension is it different? Uh, in low density populated areas, areas, you tend to find large companies that are very good at internalizing some specific type of knowledge spillovers, mostly intrafield. Think about Bayer setting up large labs and being very good at hiring and retaining biologists, but not being very good at letting biologists interact with people who do completely different stuff. So large companies that tend to locate themselves in suburban areas are very good at internalizing these type of spillovers within field, intraferm, but they're not very good at internalizing cross-field spillovers. And there is strong evidence to suggest that these cross-field spillovers are actually potentially more important in the sense that they, they lead to a type of innovation that has higher returns. So by promoting a model of uh, innovation that is more focused on uh, the, the, the urban part, the high density populated part, what, what, what this promotes is 
uh, informal interactions, which is the only way in which these cross-field spillovers can emerge, and the only way through which uh, this, this type of special innovation that merge different fields can actually, can actually originate. So I think this is the, 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 the good thing that popped in my mind uh, as soon as I think about uh, sidewalk labs. Uh, but uh, there is, you know, there is going to be a negative side of this, uh, as many of the, as much of the evidence that we have about what is the impact of the tech sector on urban inequalities. We know that uh, when a new tech cluster forms, uh, there are going to be better employment opportunities for high-salary workers, uh, high-education workers and they will relocate, they will change their residential choices in order to reduce their commuting distance from work. Now this pattern happens for universities, and this happens for tech clusters of other types, we really have no reason to believe that this is not going to happen for a project like this one. So most likely it's going to happen. Uh, straightforward implication is that income segregation will go up, meaning you will you, 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 will you will increase the concentration of wealth within the city, the geographical concentration of wealth uh, within, uh, within the city, and potentially this might generate some negative effects that we might want to avoid. Uh, here, we can be pessimistic, but on the other hand, we have to realize that we have some policy tools that we can put in place, and there is something we can learn about, about these policy tools, including from, from the literature I'm most uh, attached to. And I've also seen that some of these policy tools have been mentioned by, by the previous presenter. So, okay, uh, but still, segregation is going to go up. My prediction probably is that inequality is going to go up. These are costs that the society has to pay. And uh, uh, who, you know, we, we have to ask ourselves, what kind of, what kind of society is uh, in a better position to pay these costs? What are the characteristics of the society that make us in a better or in a worse position to pay this kind of cost in terms of higher segregation and higher inequality. Uh, a country or a city in which uh, we have universal health care and uh, a decent level of redistribution of resources, uh, a divergence in the quality of schooling and in this kind of uh, social services uh, and public services that is not as drastic as the one we have in the United States is probably in a better position to risk this kind of negative outcomes. I know this is a little bit provocative, but what I'm saying is that Canada should risk more in the inequality side, on the segregation side, than what the US can afford to risk. So we can risk more uh, if this can help us you know, unleash some sustainable and uh, uh, robust growth and innovation potential. Uh, I believe this is actually the case. I believe that, uh, that uh, these kind of experiments Canada is in a better position to carry out this kind of experiments. We also have to ask another question, which is, in the end, Cyborg Labs is, is part of Alphabet, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it's a private company. The question is, to what extent can private company uh, neglect the negative externalities they pose on the city? Can they? Can they at all? And if they can, to what extent can they neglect them? Um, so my view is that they can't. I mean, they can to some extent, but in the, in the good case scenario, they risk uh, bad publicity, so uh, bad reputation, sabotage, possibly political retaliation. And this is in the best case scenario, because in the worst case scenario, they actually risk to undermine the characteristics of the 
of the place where they decided to locate, they were actually, from which they were actually trying to extract their competitive advantage. So if they, if they work to generate a worse quality of living in the city of Toronto, uh, this will eventually backfire to them. So the extent to which they can neglect these negative externalities that's posed on the city is very limited, and there is actually an afterbound. So I think for all of these reasons, uh, the reasons to be optimistic uh, are, uh, in a way, um, uh, heavy enough, let's, say, let's put it this way, to, uh, to justify this experiment. And uh, we still have to keep in mind that uh, there are some costs involved, and we have to make sure we use the right policies to address them. Okay, thank you very much.